You knock this out. Make it quick. Yes, let's rub this one out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel nothing. <laughs> oh dear lord! Anyway, before we get started on the whole uh, show thing, um, I got the uh, second half of my my deep cleaning done yesterday, dude. And it f- this time it fucking hurt. Not during, especially, but man, I, I hate it when people try something different. He tried a different kind of numbing agent, a bupivacaine instead of lidocaine. And right before he started, I was like, you know, remember last time, you know, I asked him what he was using for some reason. And he's like, oh, well, usually I give this and that. But today I'm going to try something different. I said, yeah, last time you tried something different, it didn't really work, remember? And he kind of smiled and he's like, oh, oops. Well, let me know if you're not numb. Something I said, well, I'm not numb. I mean, the lower half of my face wasn't really numb. And I could feel like in my roots as he was like cleaning it, like shooting into my, my roots, like into my head. And it didn't really hurt, but I could feel it, right? But last night, dude, last night, my bottom jaw hurt so fucking bad. Now, I don't know if it was from the injections or or from him just, like, grinding away at my teeth. But I don't know. I'm, I'm, I was over at Chuck's last night, and about 9 or 10 o'clock, all of a sudden, it just fucking hurt so bad. It's the first time I've ever hurt going to that guy, even even with, you know, getting my teeth pulled or anything. He's normally really good, but I'm just like, did he take out his day on my fucking face or something? I don't know. Why, why did he, uh, he try something new? What was the deal? There? I don't. I don't know. He did that last time too. The last visit, you know, a couple. Oh well, God, three years ago now. The last visit I went in, he he like tried something new. I don't know if it's like shorter acting or something, so my face wouldn't be numb all day. I don't know. I I never complained, so I don't know why he did that. But this time, I just happened to mention how. Remember, it didn't work last time when you tried something different, and he he kind of smiled and was like, oh. Well, I am trying something different today. It's just, it, lidocaine is the best for any sort of like localized numbing of anything, you know, for for taking a mass off of a, you know, like a mass off your skin or something, or excising or, or lancing something. Lidocaine is the shit. It's the way to go. So if anyone tries to give you like bupivacaine or marcaine, if you need like a local anesthetic, tell them no fucking way I want lidocaine. Because, I mean, it initially stings more than the other stuff, but it works way better, you know? So... Just, just something to keep in mind. Yeah, scatterbrain podcast in no way condones listening to Ian and his medical advice. We are not experts. Actually, oh, you are an expert. Wait a minute, I was like, yeah, wait, wait a second, a second. Go, go fuck yourself. I am an expert. Still don't listen to Ian. <laughs> yeah, what, no, you should. You really should. You will feel no pain if I'm in charge. Anyway, so that was a hell of a show, huh? Oh hell yeah, yeah, it was a great one. Um, what have you been up to, man? Before we get it, get started on that. Nothing. I just told you. That's it. That was your the rest of your week. I guess that's true. The show was the show was Thursday. Yeah, I just sort of worked worked on Friday, and then yesterday went to the dentist. Went to Chuck's, and we watched that new show on Netflix. Wednesday. It's a good show. Oh, I've been meaning to watch that. It's good. Yeah, I normally wouldn't have taken it up. It just didn't seem like something I would watch. But no, we watched like three the first three episodes, and. You know, I was like, after the first one, you want to watch another one? I was like, yeah, hell yeah. And the more it goes, shows are good when you, the more it goes, you will be like, I want to know what happened yeah. there, right? So yeah. you, you come in. And so I got done with the three episodes and it was good. It's very enjoyable. Cool. I yeah. started watching The Mandalorian with my, my middle kid. He's already uh, seen it and I have, I'm only in the second episode, but it looks, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't like the way those things sound. So I don't, I'm not really interested. You never were. Oh, man! Oh, Mandalorian, not Mandolin. Never mind. Okay, what the fuck is a Mandalorian? 
and the star some Star Wars offshoot. Oh, that it takes place after Yoda dies and all that. I'm I'm starting to figure out. I'm not quite okay. sure yet what's going on, but it's pretty cool, man. The 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 CGI and the costumes and everything are pretty cool. The effects are pretty good. Kind of some humor. Uh, it's, it looks promising. Yoda died. Spoiler alert! Like forty years later, yeah. Aw. <laughs> you really, you really didn't know that. <laughs> well, you know, when you abuse Vicodin like that, sooner or later it's going to catch up with you. I guess so, so. Yeah, poor Yoda. He tried to get off of those things too. It's too bad. I know, dude. It really took the life out of him. He looked like he was about three hundred. Yeah, it was kind of shriveled up. Wasn't he like really old? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was like three hundred years old. Oh, that okay. Seems yeah. kind of young to me, but anyway. So you want to get into that little interview that we had? So this past Thursday, December first, twenty twenty two, we went to Brick by Brick and saw a great show. We yeah. saw co-headliners Undeath and Two Hundred Stab Wounds, and supported by Enforced, Vomit Forth, and Phobophilic, I believe. I didn't see any of that shit. All I, I know you didn't. Well, I didn't either. I, I didn't see the beginning part. Oh, okay. That's, we were right. Busy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's I was right. with you. I know. <laughs> God. But you stayed for the last bands, right? Yeah, I did, actually. Yeah. yeah. We've talked about how Brick by Brick is pretty much in San Diego the best venue for metal. Uh, what I saw, I mean, we weren't there for the whole show. We were busy, but uh, man, it was so good. Good sound. And I don't know, man. That place is just fun. Everyone's like, just a cool spot. I don't know. I always have fun when I go there. Extremely. It's and it's weird when I see bands there. It's like I used to play on that stage all the time. You know, it's still trippy. It's trippy. It still looks the same. It's got the same feel. It's just a good place. It's it's just a good place. Yeah. Now, one thing I thought was hilarious, and we I don't know if it came out in our interview. We'll talk about that here. But one thing I noticed about Enforced was you know how they go through and they do a sound check and everything. That sound guy was totally fucked up by what they were asking for. Did you catch that? Oh yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like no monitors. He's like, yeah, yeah. like and, no, and no, goes, like seriously, no monitors. And the guy and I heard the guy go, "No monitors?" And he goes, "Yeah, no yeah, monitors." No monitors. And you In fact, tell, I think he you was telling tell. him to devote the power to the house. He's like, "Just take it and crank this place." But yeah, we don't need monitors. Yeah, well, and he makes a comment about he wants to be he wants to be in the mix, not above the mix, like most singers. And live, it sounds just like on their albums. It's like underneath the music, kind of, and you you can't really hear it. It doesn't overpower everything else. It's it's like in inside of the music. And he was right; they do it live too. Yeah, this was a great show. Yeah, yeah, it was a really good time. I'm glad okay. we made it. I'm glad you made it. I'm glad that you were able to you know make it work with your work schedule and. Oh yeah, glad that, that you were able to do it. It's a great show. Fuck yeah, they are the uh, they are the definition of the you know it, when when thrash first started up, kind of the definition of the sound or or what I liked about the sound was the song by Metallica, "Seek and Destroy." Just that dig 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 you know just that that chugging along on the e and on yeah and and force does that all over the place and i don't care if it's the same as the last song it sounds so fucking badass and all the guys are just fucking banging their heads hair flying and the whole crowd gets into it and they are tight as shit live and colby knox colby gives it his all dude he really does he was all over the place and did a great show and um yeah they're fucking great they're just a great fucking band yeah it was a really good time 
You know, last time Enforced was in town, it was for the Decibel Tour with Obituary, Municipal Waste, and Gate Creeper. Yeah. And unfortunately, you weren't able to make the show because you were sick. Yeah. But at that time, I was able to do a little talk with Colby Knox, and he's a vocalist from Enforced, and it was a, he's a cool dude, man. So this time around, you were able to make it happen. You were there. I'm so happy. It was pretty cool, man. We we sat down and had some dinner, and then I had a beer, and he got on the phone you got on with the, on the phone with him or you were texting with him and he's like i'm just gonna walk over and he fucking walked from the venue to the place where we were at and we did the you know had a beer and then did the interview in the back and he's a fucking cool guy he was just, i felt i felt totally comfortable with him there was no arrogance or egotism with the guy at all he's just one of us and you know what i mean absolutely yeah i i actually <laughs> i don't know man i i felt like where we were at in, in the restaurant talking with them beforehand Man, that was like the best conversation was before we hit record. I know. He's just a total down to earth guy, really cool dude. Yeah. Um, open. You know, he was telling us stuff about his dog and other things and just, you know, just a just a down to earth dude. He's a down to earth dude. And we were at, we went outside afterwards and I mean, here's the thing, dude. I thought it was really cool too. He like, dude, he was, this was like before they were gonna go on. I know. I mean, he was there and he was like hanging out long enough to where his the guys for the band were texting him going, come on, let's go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was just hanging out. Super cool dude. Yeah. And I, no, yeah, I, said, I feel like the best conversation we had was before we went outside and hit record. Because we were even outside. We were hanging out talking. And then it's like, I should hit record. I was going to say, we talked for a good 10 minutes outside first. And, it's, and, and it was like the most natural thing. It's just three guys hanging out, man. It was, And it's like, oh, I should be recording this. It's like, yeah, you probably should be, right? Yeah, well, and so that's where that's dynamic. where it comes. That's where it comes in right here is when when it's like, oh yeah, we need to hit record, and you know that's where it starts. Yeah, I think this is a really fun one. Um, I, I appreciate him taking time out of his deal. I know probably getting out of the van and walking around is probably a good thing for him, but yeah. he didn't have to hang out, and he did. So it was yeah. awesome. It was very cool, and um, yeah. So stay tuned for the interview coming up next with uh, Knox Colby from the singer from Enforced. Coming up next. All right. Well, here we are. Uh, we're hanging out with uh, Knox Colby, vocalist from Enforced, with Ian. Yeah, I don't have COVID. Don't have COVID this time. Right. Yep. So thanks for joining us tonight. Absolutely. How's it going, everybody? So we were talking about the tour, and it wasn't on. So uh, you were saying when you play through, when you play every night, and you get the tour going, you get better as you go. Yeah, you get what's called tour tight, and it basically the idea is you play every night, you get better, you fix your mistakes, even the most minor mistakes get kind of erased and weaseled out. So by the time you know you're like mid tour or late in the tour, it's second nature. You don't even think about it, so you just play it like a perfect set, and you have like you don't put any brain power into fixing anything or or making anything better or worse. You just, you're locked in completely. I saw on your tour, you're playing basically every, I mean, aside from traveling to the next venue, playing like every day. Yeah, uh, the, the... Does that get tiring? Whatever, whatever off days we had, they're like, there's no more off days. So, <laughs> so we're going to be playing every night until the 19th, 18th. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So when, it's, when did this tour start? It started, uh... Technically, the first day was the 11th of November, but we left the 10th, so I guess it technically started the 10th for us, but just for driving. Yeah. So is this uh, the last tour of the year? 
because I mean, yeah. coming up on it because mm-hmm. it, it ends in a couple weeks, right? The seventeenth. Yeah, because like I mean, there's Christmas and there's New Year's, the holidays. No one's going to shows or anything. We've all got personal stuff going on. I personally lost my job, so I'm going to be trying to figure out how to get a job okay, <laughs> when I get home. So that's yeah. That's there's a lot going to go on for the next couple of weeks. We got we got asked to do multiple tours like in January and February. And we're like, eh, like. Yeah. Wish we could, man. <laughs> like, yeah. You guys had a lot going on. I mean, yeah, were... but we're coming off the heels of this one, and you're just like, oh, you want me to tour like the this like the middle two weeks of January? Like, I, I could, I could, but I need to get my life right. Like, a- ask them for an, an exorbitant amount of money for the for the show. show they did not want to give us an exorbitant amount of money. So I was like, I'm sorry. Well, you guys are drawing, though. I mean, we're doing good. We're doing great. Um, I have no qualms about any of the shows. Like, they've all been tight. It's it's better than, you know, turning a wrench. So, yeah. I can't complain at all. You guys are driving yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going city to city. Town to town. Who's financing all this? Us. Damn, that's dedication. Yeah. How'd you guys get in on this tour? Uh, we just got asked. I mean, we're, we're good friends with uh, 200. And we've come... We've... We, became closer friends with Undeath when they rolled through on the Dying Fetus tour. They, they came through Richmond and we hung out with them in Frozen Soul and uh, became pretty good buddies. And uh, they asked us to, to, to tag along and we're like, no brainer. Yeah. Our, 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 we have the most fun like when we tour in the fall, so like October, November. And this was like November, December. And we're like, ah, yeah, it's about the same. Like, who cares? Fuck it. Uh, but the weather is completely different. It's rained. Most of the time, yeah. Snow? Any snow? No, we missed an ice storm going from Dallas to Lubbock, and so on the drive from Dallas to Lubbock, there was like all these destroyed semi trucks and cars all on the side of the uh, highway, and um, we're like, "What the hell happened? Like, there's nothing going on." And we get to Lubbock and we realize that like we had missed a huge ice storm and rainstorm that like flooded the highway the night before. Oh, yeah. And I was like, because Phobophilic, they like to drive overnight to the next place and hang out at the next spot all day. But they had to get, they had just parked at a Love's truck stop and slept all night in the parking lot. I, and, noticed, I noticed on your tour you're, you're going up, right? Yeah, now we're going up the West Coast. Yeah. And then you're going to head over to Chicago? We're going to go down to Salt Lake, Denver, hit a few spots in the Midwest, then oh, so Chicago. You, okay. So you are going to Colorado? Yeah. Okay. That's going to be a fun drive for you. Yeah, we've done it a few times, so we know what to expect. But okay. it's going to be a slow, slow drive. Slow drive, yeah. Slow drive. And you might hit snow, so. Yeah. Damn, it'll be fun. And we're supposed to play outside in Salt Lake, so. In the <laughs> middle of December, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Nice. Do you like being outside or inside more? Inside. inside. When I play, yeah. yeah, inside. Most of the time, because I usually work outside and stuff. Like, I like being outside now. I've become, like, a very much a like a porch person I just like being on the porch like I'd, I'd rather be outside than inside I just find it really stuffy not to play though not to play though yeah the I could deal with it shit it's not necessarily shit it just it just sounds different yeah. on stage cause like the sound dissipates so much quicker yeah. <coughs> when we played um, Tattoo the Earth in Worcester uh, that sounded so weird because the even when we played Hellfest, like that was kind of covered, and their sound equipment was 
god tier like beautiful and then so that was fine but then when we played Worcester like we played in on like a in a parking lot and once that sound came out of the monitors it was immediately gone mm-hmm. it would just become a wash and it was like I have earplugs in I can't hear like and everyone's playing. so I'm just like I just have to listen and look at Alex playing drums and be like where are we because <laughs> I can't I just can't hear could he hear though I mean mm-hmm. He could hear, yeah. Does he wear a headset, like earpiece, no, ear no, monitor, or anything? No, no, no. <laughs> he just has that ear. He just has that monitor right here, so it's just blasting into him in the left ear, and he's just going along with the guitars. Yeah, that's when but there's you, you like, can't hear as a drummer. That's harsh, yeah. Man. Apparently, we do this thing that's very unique. We don't have it. Our monitor mix is just kick and snare, and just guitars, and the guitars are reversed. So. The oh. left guitars can only hear the the right guitars and vice versa. That's kind of smart, actually. So you could play and hear what the other person's yeah. doing. No vocals, no bass, no backup vocals, nothing. Like, it's just guitars and snare and, huh. and bass drum. How'd you guys come up with that? It just makes the most sense. <laughs> like, I don't need to hear me. Because okay. I'm literally just yelling as loud as I can. Like, that's going to sound how it's going to sound. <laughs> um, oh. And I need to hear what what riff we're at, and I need to hear the pace of Alex because he, he can get pretty strong and fast with the fucking paces. So I need to hear him, and I need to hear the guitars. Hey, and everyone else needs to hear the guitars and the drums. So it's like, all right, well, seems like you fine. blow your voice voice out not hearing yourself. Nah, because you scream like a bastard. Yeah. yeah, and I smoke like a bastard too. So it's like, well, I know, but I know, I know how I work, or like, I know what to expect from myself. Right. So it's not like anything out of the ordinary. Like, I think I, I think I got it down by now. Yeah. <laughs> um, on, on the album Kilgrid, I've noticed the vocals, the vocal tracks were a little lower than a lot of albums. You think lower and like that lower in the mix, well, kind of underneath the mix. Yeah, that was on purpose. It that was, was on buried, purpose. Yeah. Because you notice with a lot of thrash albums, like the vocals are just are just flat up on top. Yeah, yeah. And like are like really crisp and super clear. Uh-huh. And we're like, you don't really like that. Like that's was, too. Was, and I, like pers- and I personally was like, nah, like yeah, yeah. this is not about me. It's about all of us. So like, just put me in the mix. Kind of what I liked about that skeleton, which is it was always under. It was part of the music. It was under the mix. Yeah, it's just another. I was, I was just wondering another if it was because you screamed so loud they had to like turn it down or keep you under it because it was just overpowering everything or something yeah it's it's just not overpowering at all i i really don't like that i mean there's no no knocking any bands because i mean a lot of people do it it's a good band. it's a, good production that's a, it's just a completely different style yeah. of doing anything like i'm just one out of five like just the way it goes you guys are all good musicians so guys like to nice. think so yeah <laughs> i know i know everyone in the band would debate that but well it was my favorite album of 2021 for sure yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, the well, next one's gonna blow your fucking socks off. Uh, that's what was my uh, next question was: What you have stuff in the can already? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. On, the or? whole, no, it's all done. It's all done. Mm-hmm. Mixed, master. Wow, really? That's fucking dedication. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, <laughs> damn. Well, we finished that at the gates tour, and we immediately got home like September first, and immediately went to the studio like September fourth. You sure, you have time for a job? Ah, uh, that's a possibility that I don't. Because <laughs> who's gonna hire me? Because I'm just like. 
what do you normally do for handyman stuff yeah but like taking off that much is like we we did the numbers we play this year we have and will play a hundred shows so that's a that's almost a third of the year that i'm on the road uh that make, kind of makes me unhirable. <laughs> so you guys did the Decibel tour, right? That was Decibel. Yeah. Well, I was it? thinking in a calendar year. Oh, so yeah. like we did Exhumed, Decibel, Europe, At the Gates, this. Oh, you did Europe. Yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah that was the summertime, I think you had said. Have you done Asia? You haven't done that. No, Japan no, 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 no. I fucking wish. That's the that's the dream. They would go ape shit. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, love um, shit. I would love to do like Southeast Asia. Like those those kids go nuts. Or Japan would just. Yeah, Japan would be great too. I bet you have a huge following. Yeah, it would all be a lot of fun. I mean, I don't. I'll t- I'll play anywhere. So, but there are places in the world I'd like to go, <laughs> and play and see how it goes. Are there any bands that are like thrash or metal bands anymore that are financed by a big record company? I don't even. Finance, that's how that works. No, yeah, right? it's just no they, even, they doesn't even do that anymore. They are in charge of the record. Damn. Everything so else like, is on you. Or if you decide to get like a booking agent or a manager, so that's, that's all, on them. That's all gone. Huh? But we don't have that. We don't have a booking yeah, agent. Yeah. We don't have a manager. So we just do it all who, ourselves and, you know, entertain all offers. Who's the, who's the main one? Who's the main one doing like the footwork? Uh, the Will, shows? Will, our uh, head, our lead guitarist. And he's like the business, business yeah. guy too? Yes, so, okay. he is very much the dad. <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah, pop pop. Got to have someone like that. Yeah, that's how I never be. It would never be me. It would never be me. It would be a shit show if I was in control. Same here. Dan's the brains of the other. Yeah. Oh, did you hear that? What? <laughs> Dan's, Dan's the brains. Edit. <laughs> Edit that out. So, what time do you go on tonight? Eight thirty. Uh, yeah, eight thirty. So about about an hour, a little bit, a little bit less than an hour. Are you doing good yeah, on time? Who, who, who are you playing with on this tour? Uh, let's see, Phobophilic. Us, oh, oh we'll fill it. 200 stab wounds and yeah. undeath. But since we're uh, playing that uh, fest for the children in LA, Vomit Forth is tagging along um, for the next couple shows. Vomit Forth for the children? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> so that'll be cool. And that'll be awesome. That'll be an awesome show. Uh, but they're not here tonight. They're, they're here. Oh, they are? Yeah. Um, Who's the headliner of the show? They switch off every night. Who is it? Undeath is headlining tonight. Okay. They headlined last night, so. I've never heard of them. No, they have 200 you, headline last you night. Like, yeah. You yeah. Good? Yeah. If you like Death Metal, you'll like it. Oh, okay. Ian's more of a thrash guy, bringing you in. Well, we're the, we're the only ones on the package that might. Or like thrash. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Every, everyone else is very straightly a Death Metal band. Yeah, that's more like Dan. That's why Dan was like, I want to see all these bands. Yeah. I'm like, I kind of only want to see Enforced. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, we, it's nice because, you know, if it were like four death metal bands, there's a worry that, you know, people would start to leave because oh. you're just hearing the same kind of sounds over and over again. Yeah, it would just be, yeah. So it's like, it's nice to split it up with like really fast crossover and, you know, huge, you know, I don't know, like Slayer riffs and shit, yeah. just to break it up a little bit, and it's it's worked out. Like people have been loving it, mm-hmm. so we're kind of like the the ugly duckling, technically, <laughs> but it's not it's not, not a bad not thing really. to be the ugly duckling. <laughs> Give me the ugly duckling. It's a good ugly duckling. <laughs> it's a great ugly duckling to be. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, tour with you and I, uh, band High Command would be great. You're there. Yeah, we toured with them. Uh, we did our first tour with them. Mm-hmm. And then when we were in Europe, we somehow like met up for like three days in Germany. Oh, that's cool. And that was a blast. Yeah, they're, they're a good band. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, who are you listening to right now? Who else? I mean, you, it seems like you know a lot of these guys from your area. Who's... Who are you listening to right now? Um, some bands from Richmond that I would love to shout out are uh, this band Blazing Tune. That if you like Bolt Thrower, you'll love Blazing Tune. Blazing um, Tune. Blazing Tune. And uh, <laughs> this this band is probably my favorite current band is Killing Pace. Oh, Killing Pace. Um, no Killing Pace. They like it's like hard. It's like if Napalm Death were more of a hardcore band. Um, it is really fucking intense. Do you guys know Genocide Pack? Yeah. So yeah, we're... Kind of uh, in the same the, area, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're from D.C., but... Uh, was it... Uh, oh, why am I... Through? Connor, their drummer, is really good friends with Will. And oh, yeah. We've told, he's, he played drums in this, that thrash band, Red Death. And uh, we went on tour with them right before COVID. Oh. So we're good friends with uh, Connor. And we've yeah. played... I think we've... I've seen Genocide Pack like... Four times. I, I think we played that with band. them once. I love that band. They're so cool. Don't quote me on that. I don't really know. Addictive. Anyway. Yeah. Do you listen to non-metal? Oh, yeah. That's mostly what I listen to is non-metal. Uh, I did the whole, like, Spotify year wrap-up thing. And it's just like... Oh, no. What is it? <laughs> it Brian Eno is number one. Uh, and then... Um, what's a stupid name? Randy Newman. Randy Newman. Is I love L.A., Randy? Yeah. Oh, love him. Yeah. Uh, who else was on it? Um, it was like Brian Eno, Randy <laughs> Newman, Bolt Thrower, and, <laughs> and, and someone, some like emo artist that I went through like a weird like regression phase in the spring, where I was like listening to stuff I listened to in high school. I don't know why, but um, what did you listen to in high school? Bad shit. Um, <laughs> but I listened to uh, Pedro the Lion, which is like a He's still really good. I've like him. He's a nostalgia dude for me. Just sad. Paging the lion. Pedro the lion. Pedro it's the lion. it's. He he was really active in like the early thousands, mm-hmm. and uh, I think they broke up in like 2008 or something like that. And the main guy David Bazan started doing his like solo stuff for a long time, and they started the band back up recently. So I was checking out their new albums and then maybe go back and listen to their entire discography and just really brought me down. <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good on this, man. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Melvins. Um, Melvins, I saw them live open for two, I think. Yeah, they're, they're fucking, they're, they're one of my weird, favorite bands. It's weird. Uh, What's the singer's name? Um, uh, King Buzzo. With the hair, right? I've got, yeah, I've got, a, I've got a Melvin tattoo. Like, I love Melvins. Um, they're so trippy. See, uh, that was a good show, though. Tool was so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Um, let's see what else. Just off the dome, a lot of swans. I don't know if y'all are familiar with swans. Nope. Um, this is dude Michael Jira's, um, my, I guess, project that he's had since like the early 80s. And it's gone through waves of like being kind of new wavy, but then being like extreme noise and then going back to, and then like going a completely different direction of being like really hypnotic 
almost like a killing joke type of like hypno huh. hypnotic stuff that just like if you're smashed do not listen to swans because you'll like either pass out or puke because you'll, you be, so, or you'll <laughs> be so like moving with it and be like oh my god it's like the blood incantation album yeah it, like it's mesmerizing <laughs> oh and a lot of fucking killing joke uh, I found like two killing joke albums I'd never heard of before and they're now my two favorites that's, so. that's not the band that's an offshoot from what was that band not Mandy Ritual no it's killing joke like 80s I'm living in the 80s oh that killing joke okay, yeah it's that it's band never mind but I like, was thinking of the band that, that the drummer sings, and then on the, I think I think the album is called Killing Joke, maybe. Yeah, no idea. Oh, I know who Killing Joke is. Yeah. Okay, I got it now. That's right. Mm-hmm. Chuck's girlfriend listened to. Yeah, Killing but they Joke like got time. into like ritual magic yeah. and like black magic and stuff. So now they're crazy, <laughs> which I, I love. I didn't even know they were still around. <laughs> I love crazy. Hmm. So yeah, I've been listening to all of them, and great, 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 great band. No Frank Sinatra. No, 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 no. Michael Bublé. We're getting we, well. Actually, now it's getting like closer to Christmas. We're blasting in the van. We're blasting the Polar Express soundtrack. Oh, no, no. <laughs> and, and so, which one is going nuts right now? Just like stop it. Just no stop one, it. No, no really. Oh my god, I'd be like just like yeah. No. Polar Express, Christmas and then all and then all the classics, all the you know, uh, really corny classics. Trans Siberian Orchestra or whatever. No, that, just just. Like the old 40s and 30s, like Christmas songs oh, and shit. That's kind of cool. Those are the best ones. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can do it. Like, <laughs> they ain't broke, don't fix it. So. It's a new album coming out. How many songs are going to be on it? Uh, let's you... see, it's 10. Um, we uh, And it's way shorter. So, like, Kill Grid was nine songs at 43 minutes. This one is 10 songs at 32. <gasps> oh, perfect. Yes. So, it's. Okay, we'll, Once you drop the needle, it fucking starts and just does not let up well, for 30 minutes. Kind of how Kilgrid was for me. I don't know. No, well, see, I I thought when we were finished with Kilgrid that there was like no fat on that thing, and it was like a lean, mean machine. Psych. There's no? so much bloat on it, and it's so slow. Do you mean the end of the song, Kilgrid? Just no, the- just no. With, with the, we got the intro of like the yeah. stupid sounds and. And then after Kilgrade having the buzzer and yeah. stuff like that, and then the songs are all like four plus minutes. It's like, yo, we could you could have wrapped that song up in two. I like, just listened to Blood Ribbon on the way here, and I was like, fucking red. So we're playing it tonight, so good. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have fun. Good. Uh, oh, the Heat, you gonna play the Heat? Of course. Yes. Uh, I love so it. What's my favorite? Carpet Fire. Curtain fire. <laughs> curtain fire. Carpet, carpet, carpet fire. fire. My God. <laughs> <laughs> Interviews over. I know, right? <laughs> Curtain Fire is a badass song. Mm. That, um, what, when we reviewed it, I, I mentioned that that's kind of like your... Uh, Carpet Fire. There's a song on that Power Trip <laughs> album that, that reminded me. Just the, just the structure of the song and everything. So that's, that's the hit. Curtain Fire is the hit kind of thing. See, we thought, it, I think would, it's hammered. We thought it would be, but I think it's hammered. no one seems to like... At and first, no one really gave a shit about Curtain Fire, but the more we played it, that's, people started to catch on to it, so now we play it. It seems like it's that's just, the one that we and yeah, Blood Ribbon, we thought it was going to be a throwaway that's song, no, but that's, everyone that's like fucking my loves it. That's my favorite we thought, song. We dude. thought Blood Ribbon and Malignants were going to be like, oh, psh, like okay, that's a great song. We're like going to be like, and okay, what? these are cool. These are good songs, but like... And which one? Uh, Malignants. That's my... Oh, god damn, that's a great that's song. The, that's the hit. Off oh, the is it? Okay. That's our most played that song the, by like 
hundreds and hundreds that and was, hundreds of thousands. It's not it by that, a that was all miracle me. Model. That was all me, dude. I'm 2021, you know, the end of your wrap-up. It was yeah. like, your most played song by a long shot was Malignant's in Force. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't realize that. 300 times. It was, it was something like that. It was something nuts. Yeah, it was just played it a lot, man. Mm-hmm. Such a good song. Oh, yeah, that's the four. That was the other band that I couldn't find on my – it was myself. Like, I, number four was in four, so I was like, dude, why am I streaming my myself? Like, I have it on my phone. Like, why, why am I going through all this trouble to do it if I just already have it on my phone? But Sometimes you're in there. Habit, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, That's what I do. But, yeah, the, it's... Uh, I, sent, I sent the new album to a friend, and he described it as uh, a mix, like a middle way between At The Walls and Kill Grid. So it's kind of regret. It's not as grandiose... As Kilgrid, it but it finds like a happy medium between being rough and raw, but just writing better songs. Mm-hmm. And like every song has like a a good point, and just they're all fucking bangers. Like every single one, I'm really happy with. Like musically, lyrically, they all are just perfect. What so, does Brahman mean? Uh, that is the a, a uh, Hindu deity, or a, 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 a the Hindu religion has a hierarchy of gods. Right. Brahman is, I believe, don't quote me, kind of low, but it's like a low tier god that is, um, and I used Brahman as a expression of like taking control of your own life. Um, and basically like forcing your will upon the world and that's all the lyrics are about it's like I'm that's like the enforced manifesto I'm just like we are going to take the world by its balls oh. and I'm going to fucking crush you <laughs> like and well that just made the song better yeah uh, read the lyrics sometime they're really good <laughs> that's right you I have it you're a big lyrics guy oh, I'm a big lyrics guy yeah but sometimes like dark lyrics or the what is it Encyclopedia Metallica or whatever the only places you can find it sometimes some of the songs they don't even have the lyrics is the band in control of that at all if you just look up like I've forgotten lyrics at practice and I literally just put like Google enforced lyrics and like what's it called maybe they got a genius lyrics that pop up I'm like okay oh yeah genius genius those are accurate so yeah when the album first came out though I don't think they were I don't think I could find them here's a different they're up, they're up there now, for they're, sure. Okay. I've definitely looked. Because yeah. I've definitely used them. I've used them. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, because cool. I'm a geek. I like to sing to like, my favorite albums and stuff. I get the lyrics and I like to mm-hmm. practice singing to my favorite stuff. So. And well, Forrest was one of them. All the practice power you trip, need is power just, just yell as loud as you can and get it all out. Yeah, it works. It really works. It works out great. Dan can picture me in my room right now. Just, <laughs> I can, yeah. What? <laughs> um... Does Hike Man listen to a lot of Power Trip, you think? I'm just curious, because they, they remind me of Power Trip in a big way. Not the lyrics or anything, but... Uh, I think more Iron Age than Power Trip. I, Are you familiar with Iron Age? No. Oh, buddy. Uh, you've got a... You've... Iron Age? Uh, yeah. Oh, I want to look them up right now. The, they're, the, like, the progenitors of, like, Texas metal. Like, oh, new, really? modern Texas... Like, Power Trip, Frozen Soul... Uh, who else? Uh, Power Trip. Scourge. Like, none of those bands would exist if it wasn't Bitter End. None of those bands would exist without Iron Age. Which like Bitter End? 
bitter end. You never heard bitter end. Bit, I heard the bitter, like end, bitter end from Chicago from like 1990s. No, no, no. This one's like from the early 2000s. But like, oh, okay. They're um, like, they are my favorite band. Which period? One? Iron Age. They are okay. Yeah, I gotta look it up. Have they been around a while? Uh, they were around for a long, long time. Unfortunately, the, their guitarist died uh, oh. last year, Did so they they're not shit? they're not doing anything anymore. You guys know Iron Reagan too? Yeah, they're from Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. You guys all we toured, yeah, we toured with them with uh, Sacred Reich. Oh, Sacred Reich. Oh. Yeah. That was a good tour. That was our first, like, big tour. Like, oh, shit. Sacred Reich's been around a while. So who, who would be, like, I mean, you guys played with a lot of awesome bands and some big names. Who would be, like, your ideal that you haven't played with yet? Like, bucket list, I guess. Man, that'd be weird. Uh, that'd be weird. <laughs> Demolition Hammer would be cool. Oh, shit. We're all big demo heads. Um, let's see. I don't know. Like, like mine would have been Motorhead. Any, any bot. I mean, yeah, Motorhead would have been cool. Uh, we were supposed to play out. Bloodstock in the UK this year, but we couldn't. We couldn't afford it um, to go to leave Europe and then turn around and go back. So we had to cancel the whole like second leg of our European tour. But we were gonna play with just Discharge, and that would have been fucking sick. Discharge. We would play. It would have been like a couple, I guess, local bands. Us, I believe, Hexen, and then Discharge. Hexen. And at like some like nine thousand cap stage, which would have been awesome. I was like, that would have been great, but yeah. it didn't happen. So Discharge is still the one that got away. We'll get you, motherfuckers. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anybody really? Anybody. Like. And you guys, did I, you guys used to play in punk bands before? Before you punk formed? and hardcore bands, yeah. yeah. Um, like which one? Well, I'll put it like Zach, our guitarist Zach, and our drummer Alex is in this uh, DB band, Destruct. Uh-huh. That they're on their third album, I believe, and they're fucking great. Like they're still like technically together. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're going. They're doing a UK tour at right after this. Damn, that's dedication. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They are. They are road dogs. Yeah, that's the. Group. I am no. I am no road dog. That's the guitar players you were talking about. And the drummer. And the drummer. Oh, um, Who sings for them? Yeah, me. <laughs> no, no, this guy Logan. Um, but uh, what is it? Uh, they were in this other band, or Zaxxon's other band, Nosebleed. That's really good. Um, that's a great name. For I was band. in this band. Uh, Dude, that's a great name for a band. Nosebleed. I was in a bunch of. I was just in a bunch of small, like regional hardcore bands, really? like uh, Vice Grip, um, Dirty Deeds. Um, some other ones. Damn, I did like I did like a uh, in high school. I was in a punk band called Brainwhack, and I was also in like a horse the band wannabe band called uh, uh, Breakdance Kickboxer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done it all, man. And then I was in like an Explosions in the Sky. Like, was the other one Brainwhack? Brainwhack. You can't find it anywhere. That's kind of a good thing too. Uh, but yeah, I think Vice Grip did the most. We actually played out of town. Wow. So yeah. I, I've been doing vocals since I was like 13, 14, so it's just kind of in my nature now at this point. How old are you? 20. I just turned 32 in August. To be young. <laughs> I'm the oldest one in the band, so I, like, everyone, like, I'm the old one, but everyone seems far more mature than me because <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, I don't know. Man. But Put on a good show, though. I've been doing it too long. I can't, I can't not do it at this point. Yeah, we need to keep going. Okay. 
Well, thanks for talking to us, man. Yeah, yeah man. absolutely. Thanks, thanks a lot. again. Once again, we're talking with Knox from Enforced. Uh, check them out. We talked about them way back when. It was also on Early in February. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you don't if you don't know their album Killgrid, go get it immediately. Yeah. Uh, new album out in the spring. Do you have a name for it yet? Yeah, War Remains. We're going to play that track tonight. We're playing, oh, two cool. new, we're playing two new tracks tonight. All right. So there are singles coming out soon? Or? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not <laughs> no singles? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. All right. All right. Well, thanks again. Hey, yeah. So that was a cool interview, huh? Yeah. I thought that was pretty awesome. Again, I was really cool for him to hang out. And uh, I loved hearing kind of, yeah, again, like we mentioned earlier in the episode, the whole like, difference in the way that they do their monitors and everything and yeah having that conversation with Knox yeah. talking about how they do their monitors and then watching that whole interaction with them and the audio guy and he was just flummoxed and they're like no like no monitors just turn I it know. off I know. <laughs> they said it like three or four times each it was so funny now did you know that, did you know that I recorded the entire thing on my phone the video of the concert the, yeah i was gonna record like the first song and and i just held the phone up the entire fucking half hour dude and didn't hit stop once and uh, my phone holds pretty steady actually for a dude who's you know had a couple beers a little shaky and whatnot and the sound actually turned out good go to mr rictus grin on youtube and watch the enforced concert it's uh it's, it's under enforced live in san diego 12 1 22 and uh yeah yeah so i record the whole fucking thing dude Awesome. It was a really good show. A couple new tracks. I didn't catch yeah. the names, but yeah I, didn't, yeah, I didn't either. Tracks three and four were brand new. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool to hear too that album's a wrap. Yeah, but one thing we didn't ask, a minor mistake about the interview was never asked him when it's coming out. I'm curious when it's coming out. Uh, didn't he say in the spring or something like that? Not, I, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. I just know it's a wrap. It's all mixed and everything, dude, which surprised me. Yeah, so that was a cool interview, man. He's a cool guy, and um, yeah, it was great. It was a great time, memorable time for me. Yeah, thanks again, Knox. It was good hanging out. Thanks, dude. Thanks for listening, everyone.